everybody. I thank y'all for tuning in. We about to go ahead and get this thing started right now. Sometimes my mind drifts. Gotta be supernatural. You make it from dying here. Hey, I lost the closest thing to my heart and almost drowned in tears. But granted, Liz is still standing. I would never hide a fear. I stand bold on these ten toes. Said I was gonna do it and I did it. Niggas talk, but I'm never moved by their opinions. I make music for those that love the culture. Women that's in tune with they show you. And all the go getters that made it over. I do this for the forgotten city you're making, Georgia. They're What's going on out there, everyone? I know you heard the music. I got the new intro and outro music, thanks to Billy Sloan. <laughs> Had a fire episode with him last night. So far, my favorite episode. Salute to you. Tonight's going to be another one. I feel it. Everybody paying attention to this. Everybody watching this. Everybody listening to this. <laughs> Welcome in. We finna go on a ride, baby. Without further ado, I'm your man, Mike Ryder, Mr. Accountability. The man behind the microphone, you're tuned in to another edition of Mike Ryder Talks. I'm live, baby. I got a special guest in the house with me tonight, but before I introduce my guest, you can catch Mike Ryder Talks on Spotify, on YouTube, on Anchor FM, and everything that's connected to that. I got live episodes every Tuesday on Facebook. Tonight is Wednesday. This is a special episode. You might not get this one too often, but keep rocking with me, man. I got a lot of surprises in the tub. Either way, without further ado, I got a special guest in the house tonight. My man is a radio show host, a father, entrepreneur, somebody who gives back to the making community. A place I call home. He got a show on the Bank Dot Radio Show Network with Princess David. So you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna, <laughs> we ain't gonna leave out of there. Gotta keep in. Oh, my man, Gerard Eccles. What's going on with you, brother? What's going on, my brother? What's going on? I can't call it, man. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh. All right. Well, as you said, my name is Gerard Eccles. Uh, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, moved down here. Got tricked into moving down here by my wife. But uh, <laughs> I, I've come. I, yeah, I feel bamboozled. But <laughs> making kind of making is growing over over the past years, and uh, I've like just kind of taken it on. Uh, definitely taking pride in this city and I've like just treating it as my home now. So I definitely try to get back as much as possible and, and, and implement myself wherever I can. How long have y'all been in making? Uh, well, my wife's been here since she was about 12 or 13. So you can say she's from here now, but, uh, I've been here maybe about, uh, about six years now. Six years. Mm -hmm. How different is it from Atlanta to Macon? Uh, it's Atlanta's more so busier. Like I actually stayed at in Atlanta, like not Decatur and all, you know. So I was actually in the hustle and bustle and whatnot. So I mean, maybe five minutes away from downtown. So constantly okay. seeing like a lot of traffic and you know, the fast life was was a norm. But here it's more of a more of a like a happy medium, you know. It can be 
fast pace and at the same time it's still relaxed down here so i like it gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. um how would you describe how making has been to you these last few years is it more welcoming has it been hard uh man initially it was hard uh moving down here um i guess it's just being a small town i initially before i moved here i was doing photography actually so it's like my career choices has been all over the place (laughs) but uh okay okay i was doing photography i had a a photography company up there in atlanta uh kj photography studios and um when i moved down here it was more so like i was trying my hardest to push I was trying my hardest to push uh, <laughs> to push the photography, and it was like more so just like that close knit circle, you know. Like you know, I go to this person, I know this person, I know this person, so I couldn't like I couldn't I couldn't give away photo shoots. <laughs> so my man, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> my man Andreas in the comments say you lying. Oh, uh, he's, so- what he's saying <laughs> you can't listen to beige man. You can't shout out to, to Andreas, man. man. <laughs> listen without him mm-hmm. this wouldn't have happened you know what i'm saying oh yeah so i appreciate yeah. you andres uh Definitely. reverend cook as my man yesterday called in <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> you said you had the photographer service yeah um, I what kinda... made you change over to what you're doing now right now you're a radio personality um you're a co-host of 478 popping off mm-hmm you also have a service where you give back to the community. Yes. What made um, you switch it up? Honestly, uh, like I said, I, I'd done away with the photography. I just, you know, gotten a regular job by then. But um, 2016, like that summer, well, that year starting off was just crazy. We had like just kind of killing at the killing. Um, okay. As personally, like I was... I was one of those people you kind of get riled up something happened and then it's not popular anymore so you just you know you do away with it somebody else gets killed you you know you rah 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 and then you move on to the next thing you know and i kind of got stirred up with trayvon martin you know a little bit i will say awaken or whatnot so i started to be more so conscious of of our you know of our of our background and being more so making it a point to be proud to be black um right and then 2016 comes and you have like Mike Brown and it's just like one after another after another. We started protesting downtown. Exactly. We started protesting downtown and uh, it was more so the same thing. Everybody wanted to get together and form a group, but it was like, you can't be seen doing it in the background. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. So it, people weren't getting enough notoriety, I felt. So everything kind of fizzled out. So I just took it upon myself, you know, I started initially, I started with a few other people and, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't work out, unfortunately. So I just kind of took on it myself and I kept pushing with it and making it a point to every person that I see, especially every black person. I'm definitely encouraging you to be proud of yourself. Don't need to humble down. And, you know, just like anybody, every other race, every other culture, everybody else has something to be proud of. But you taught that being black, you need to you need to tone it down or being proud to be black is it's shameful exactly um you're shy mm-hmm. we're not outspoken we don't embrace who we are exactly exactly but we have other cultures who take what we should be proud of and apply it to themselves exactly like the things that shine about us our features our noses our lips um mm-hmm. the way our women look 
exactly. way our men are built. Other coaches strive for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, exactly. Like you say, you're pushing it to where our people can be proud of how they're made, who they are. Mm-hmm. Bring that to the forefront. Exactly. And that, that was the whole goal. Uh, you know, we were doing like free financial literacy classes, trying to get our people educated wow. on finances. Um, and it was an awesome lady, uh, Angela Al- Alcantar. She was okay. willing to help as much as we needed. Um, okay. So we, we would try to get the turnouts up there and it was just kind of tough getting, you know, to encourage us to do something different, basically. Um, okay. So we, we were still pushing that. But when COVID came, we kind of like this year kind of switched gears to just attacking the hunger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we've been just feeding people left and right, just just constantly, you know. Right, right. Um, you did a give back down here where you were feeding people this summer, correct? Yes, down at uh, Central City Park. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on, give me a second. I am having the technical difficulties. I know I probably okay. don't froze. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, why is it staring at me, man? <laughs> <laughs> Not a crazy thing, man. We're going to get back to it. Yes, sir. And watch how I do magic. Come on, baby. Okay, so Mm -hmm. you had to give back. I'm going to remove you. I apologize. Anybody. Let me remove that. Can you hear me twice? No. You just hit me once? Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I look? Yeah, everything's fine now. Everything good? Audio sounds good? Yes, sir. Appreciate that, Andres. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you a fool now. <laughs> um, I'm going to do this real quick. All right, y'all had to give back this summer. Mm-hmm. What was the date on that? Uh, we actually did it every week uh, from July and August. So it was from July 9th to August 27th. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I think so, I heard about that. Like y'all were down at Central City Park and everything. Mm-hmm. Y'all so, had a good turnout too, right? Definitely did, definitely did. We had uh, had about four lanes of cars and we had a lot of brothers, uh, a lot of volunteers actually came out and helped. So a lot of people actually met through that uh, that have helped us further. So it was definitely it was it was good, like on on every end um, with the food we received. We were able to actually pass out five hundred and sixty boxes of food every week from July through August. Got so, you. Got you. Mm-hmm. That ain't bad, oh, man. Yeah. And then that there is like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you got it, bro. I was saying that's the uh, the Dempsey apartments there. We go down there and we feed. It's like for kind of a mix between homeless and very low income based okay. uh, individuals. And we go down there. We feed them at least once a month. We clothe them at least once a month. And we just try to take care of them. We, we sit down there. We talk to them just to bring that that human aspect back to it. Not just, you know, here's a sandwich and I'm going to take a quick picture and be all my way. We like to spend time with the people that we help out. That's fire, bro. 
Yes, sir. Matter of fact, I think I got a video of that. Let me see. <laughs> you know what? We're going to head and roll to. That spot, yes, sir. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, listen, that was my lovely wife there. <laughs> hey, listen, man. One thing that I learned, yes, sir. Any successful man, whether he's black, whether he's white, Indian, mm -hmm. has a strong woman behind him or beside yes, him, keeping him straight. You know what I'm saying? Keeping him mm -hmm. on straight and narrow, helping him balance. You know what I'm saying? On the everyday. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you got that in your life, correct? I do, I do. Like she's she's the one that's pushed me plenty of times when I I kind of just wanted to give up on on the MTS project. Um, mm -hmm. Again, me not being from here, I wasn't received as well as I I, I thought it would. You know, it's like a no brainer. Somebody's helping <laughs> help that person help. Thanks. But I, I just feel like I guess since I wasn't from here, I was more treated like an outsider, and it's like, like yeah, basically. And I've been like fighting just to get volunteers, just to get help and, and actually, I guess, become a part of the community, which is making. And, and I can't fault that, you know, if somebody try to it may seem like an uh, opportunist from the outside looking in. But my, my actions are that. definitely pure. Listen, it's nothing like having a pure heart, pure heart, yes, pure mind, pure intentions. You are a blessing to us, you know what I'm saying? And to our community, Appreciate man, that. even though you're not from here. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you about this situation that's on the screen right here. Yes. When was this? Is that part of the same one? No, that's actually our uh, we do an annual back to school, uh, back to school bash basically every year. And this was actually one of our largest turnouts that we had. Uh, we did it at in Warner Robins, actually. Um, but that was a back to school bash we had. We had about uh, I think we gave out close to maybe about four or five hundred bags. Out to kids. Oh, that's fire. Um, yeah, yeah. We had a had a young lady, Yolanda. Um, she came out and she has a company called Blame My Canvas. She came okay. out and did face painting and stuff like that for the kids for free. We had a uh, a uh, chiropractor out there actually doing free screenings and stuff like that and offering free services. So we wanted to kind of put a little health out there, have fun, and also getting your supplies, bounce house, and all that good stuff. Man, you're on it, man. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. And you said this is <laughs> annual. Yes. Well, we didn't do it this year, but yeah, we we've done it every year since we well, started you know, in 2016. Mm -hmm. 
Let me ask you something about that COVID. Yes. How has COVID impacted your day to day operations? Man, it's been like it's been bittersweet. Uh, it sucks because we can't get out and actually be active and do the, you know, the huggy and the touch, <laughs> touch with everybody right, like we right. normally would do. But as crazy as it is, this year has been the one of the most successful years that we've had thus far, uh, being as though we've been able to people have to just sit down now okay. and being forced to do that and actually being forced to uh, somewhat be dependent or need those resources that we offer, we're actually able to help a lot more people. So it's, it's, right. it's a good right. thing and a bad at the same time. I, I don't like that people are in that predicament, but I'm happy that I'm able to actually help you while you're there. And if it that puts makes that sense. light on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It makes it shine even brighter. Yes, definitely. And it does make sense of what you just said. Mm -hmm. How long have you had the the MCS going on? Uh, we've been around about four years now, actually. Yeah, four, four years? years. July of 2016. This nonprofit? Yes, it is. 501c3. Hey, let's get technical with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like an um, official nonprofit. <laughs> official nonprofit. Yeah. Salute to you, brother, you yes, and sir. your wife and anybody else who has any kind of hand or involvement in what you got going on. Mm -hmm. Continue to give back to the community, man. We need Definitely. that around here. Yes, making sir. is divided. On top of that, making is making has a lot of poverty that they want to overlook. Yes. Our homeless rate is very high. Mm hmm. We have a high rate of homeless. You know, if you go downtown Central City Park, they're all right there by the bridge. They're all right there by that um that marathon store. Yep. They're right there by that Otis Redding statue. Oh, there, bro. I recently just found out from going to give our food. They're living in the Pizza Hut, right there off of uh, the old Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah, they're living they're inside living in of the, it. They're living in the Pizza Hut. <laughs> Listen, anybody well, who's listening to this or watching this. Mm -hmm. If you have any way to help these people out, don't hesitate, man, to give back to them because that could be you. That could yeah. be me. That could be our parents any or day. any one of our loved ones. Any day, especially now. Man, these people, these people living in an old pizza hut, mm -hmm. a building that probably don't even have power, probably got rats, probably got old molded food in there. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. We should do better by our community, man. And I know it ain't just us, yeah. but we got to pitch in. And that's, I'm going to shout out somebody who, my bad, go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I, I was just, I was just going to touch on what you said. And that's actually our, uh, our slogan for our, our, our moniker rather is that each one teach one and right, it, right. that it takes advantage because this is everybody's responsibility to teach the next person, especially within our community. But you know, people as the human race as a whole, but I should not, I should not be aware of something better. Or I should not be aware of something that can be prevented, you know, preventative things for another person and watch them go down the same route that I went. You know what I mean? If I have the resources, if I have the tools, I have the knowledge. It's my job to tell you or to help you and to educate you and to bring you with me. Not just, you know, I made it where you do it on your own. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you something, man. And somebody mm -hmm. in the comments want me to ask you this. Does your organization okay. have a donation link 
or cash out to where people can give to it? Uh, yes, we do actually. Um, you can donate to our nonprofit at um, mcsprojectinc.square.site. And our uh, cash app is the dollar sign MCSP. Okay, so run that first one back. MCS project dot what now? Uh, MCS project INC. INC. Okay. Dot square dot site. And the second one was not what now? The just the cash app is the dollar sign and MCSP. I'm gonna put that on the screen. Anybody watching this, anybody want to donate to the cause, man, help these people out? You have yeah. a website to go to and you'll have a cash out. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I cash out one more time. Uh, just a dollar sign MCSP. And this one was MCS Project INC dot square dot site. Anybody looking at this? Anybody listening to this? Whether live or on the watch back on the bottom of the screen. Please pay attention to the website in the middle and the cash app at the end. Donate. With your donation, it can help someone. We can change someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you again, my man. Let me ask you something else. Yes, sir. This situation right here, mm -hmm. you guys seem to be in like a um, some kind of office room. What was going on here? Well, we were actually in a, a hotel, get the name of it, but we were in a hotel in, in Macon off uh, 75. But um, this is actually a part of our uh, thanks, uh, Thanksgiving family sponsorship. Okay. Um, what we do is we don't do the, uh, we don't do the soup line and we don't, you know, just, we try to make, again, everything we do, we try to make it personable and we try to, we try to keep dignity intact. Because my me myself, I grew up fairly poor. I say this often because I like to relate to others, but I grew up fairly poor. And I mean, we've had moments where we had to go from, you know, eat at this person's house, not necessarily because it's like it's a holiday type of thing, but because we just didn't have it. Um, right, we've, right. we've had to go to the churches and stuff like that to get donated food and stuff like that. But what we do is we uh, we have you sign up. We have family sign up every year. And then uh, when we do our verification process to call you back to let you know whether, you know, yay or nay, if we are able to sponsor your family, we give you a choice on whether you want a ham or turkey or a, hand, a hen or both, you know, whatever okay. one you want. And we let you take the the main meal, I mean, the main course and all the sides, all the desserts, everything home. And you cook that as a family yourself to make. Oh, it that ain't bad. Yeah. So we try yeah, that makes we try it more personal. That. Exactly. Exactly. Because even, I mean, just because you may not have the funds available, I, I still think, you know, especially in the black community, cooking is, is a main thing that was never taken away. 
soul Never. food and cooking. That's one thing that's always a staple in our culture as a people and then in our just us, pe- us period. So I hate for those traditions and those recipes and all that stuff to just be lost because of a messed up situation, you know? So we've got right. everything that you can take and you just, you pass those down. You all get in the kitchen together. Y'all cook whatever you need. We take care of you for Thanksgiving. Man, that's fire. Yes, sir. That's fire. <laughs> um, if you're tuning in to this, this Mike Ryder Talks. I'm live. I got a special guest, Gerard Eccles. He's the founder of the Melanated Community Stimulation Project. I got it right, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> He's also <laughs> the uh, co-host of 478 Popping Off. Yes, Popping Off. Let, let's get into that. Yes. 478 Popping Off. Mm-hmm. Has it started yet? It has, actually. It started maybe about uh, about two, maybe three weeks ago. So How can been... people view this or listen to it? Uh, we, you can catch us. Uh, we've got a Instagram page again at four, seven, eight popping off. We've got a YouTube page, same four, seven, eight popping off, but primarily it will be on Facebook at our four, seven, eight popping off, uh, page there. And, uh, I got into it by yet again, Andreas, the beige man. You know how he do it. (laughs) He, uh, (laughs) he, he actually tricked me into, uh, tricked me into it, man. We were out, uh, I was down at the at the rookery getting a drink. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop oh, you right now. Yeah. And remember where you are. You were at the rookery getting a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you keep getting tricked into things. A little bit. Your wife tricked you into coming to Macon, Georgia. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Reverend Cook tricked you into doing the radio show. Uh-huh. What's going on with you, my man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Too, I'm, I'm just I'm gullible, I guess. Gullible, <laughs> but you're gullible yeah. for the right things because you come to yeah. make in Georgia mm-hmm. and you're doing things like this. You're doing the giveaways, you know what I'm saying? The give back, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you're helping people out. You got the radio show. You're doing yes, lines sir. like this. You're doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. People are showing up for this, man. I definitely but continue. You at the rookery getting a drink. <laughs> no, man, you can't build it and put it back down. <laughs> I'm going to put you back down, baby. We going on the roller coaster ride, man. Hey, Strap hey. in. But no, I'm down there. Uh, Andreas, I think I just finished up with one of the, uh, you know, giving out food or whatnot, as usual. And um, he calls me. I was like, you know, I'm down at the rookery. He's like, oh, all right, cool. I'm going to stop through. He comes down there. He was like, man, well, uh, you know, I'm shooting, a, I'm shooting a show tonight for one of my podcasts. He's like, you want to come by and check it out? So, all right, yeah, cool. We sit there a little longer. He's like, man, the dude didn't show, man. So uh, he said he, he can't make it. So, uh, you know, uh, well, you can still come on by. I come by. He's like, "Well, you want you want to you want to test out, see if you like it." Next thing you know, we're sitting there coming up with the name of the show. And you got Princess there. That's I met her the first day that I'm. We become yeah, co-hosts. just as a guest. <laughs> yeah, like uh, what? How did... And yeah, now got... this don't turn into your show. Yeah, well, yeah, Princess. You're half I. of you know. It's there. Yeah. So that's it's, it's dope, on, man. It's dope. <laughs> uh, what do you guys touch on? What is the basis of the show? Uh, honestly, it's uh, we kind of touch on a little of everything, community news, local news, um, I mean, community events, rather, local news. But it's primarily uh, like a real focus around indie artists. Okay. So we okay. want to get like the local artists that don't have to wait until they start to get a lot of hype out here and it's really start to get 
everybody already riding your coattails or everybody already listening to your music and okay so now you can come on the show we try and actually provide a platform for you to get that out there now you know and we can listen mm -hmm. to your music and we see you know we can see some potential there and you got some good stuff going you don't need to possibly waste your you know your potential because you're not getting that, that radio player you're not really getting that that love and support that you need so you can come to 478 and pop off any indie artist yes sir and i got one in mind and if he's listening to this he know who i'm talking about <laughs> my man is one of the best rappers i've ever heard he got one of the best mix mistake i'm sorry mixtapes out of making artists that i've ever heard mm -hmm. he just didn't stay on the grind baby and we got to stay on that grind and you know i understand real life you know happens and everything oh, yeah. But I'm gonna reach out to him after this and I'm gonna see about getting him in touch with you. Okay. When I tell you he got some fire music, man, he got some fire and he young too. Oh yeah. We can definitely we'll work with him. As long as it's not uh slung, man, we good. That music is trash. But how you gonna say that when you just had him on your show? That was a job. Come on, crazy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you got tricked into having him on now. No, 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 no. Slow school. I, was, I, I had to mess with him. I had to talk trash. Oh no, he's man. Listen, making native. Yeah, Bloomfield, making music. OG, mm -hmm. Billy Slum, man. Shout out to you. He was a guest on here yesterday, man. We had a great show. Definitely. Um, any indie artists, if you're listening to this, if this reaches your desk, you see it on the screen. Making music, popping off. That's the Facebook page. I'm here with one of the hosts, the co-host. It's only two of them. I got Gerard right here. The only other one is Princess. And I don't know how you're going to reach her, but you can reach my <laughs> man. He's easily to be assessed. You know what I'm yes, saying? Definitely. You definitely. need to get your music out there. You need to get your vision going. Mm -hmm. 478 popping off is the place for you. That's it. You see it. Bank.radio, Urban Media, Facebook, YouTube. Come on, everything. man. You can't beat that. Instagram, everything. Instagram, everything. Like <laughs> you said. Uh, let me ask you this, too, though. Yes, sir. I'm going to jump back because I was supposed to ask you this. Mm -hmm. As far as the Melanated Community Stimulation Project, mm -hmm. what is the goal for that? What is the future goal for that? Honestly, it grows every dang day, bro. <laughs> uh initially man like i said it's, it says it's in the title uh melanated community stimulation project and initially that's literally what it started out as as a project to stimulate the minds to stimulate just the the, the well-being the overall knowledge of melanated or black people um but again as it's as it's growing on i've kind of still having that focus on the African-American um, demographic, basically, or the African-American culture. But as a whole, just being melanated, just everybody. I just kind of want to bring everybody into it and just bring that community together. You know what I mean? Have everybody loving each other. But the ultimate goal is I would love to, uh, actually, I've got a program I'm bringing up now to work with attacking homelessness, downtown making. What is that? Um, we actually did an interview yesterday with a few uh, with a few people that were homeless. Um, that that should be out probably another week or two. 
Okay. But what we're doing with that is I'm taking that there to kind of shed a light on the experiences and just the everyday life and the uh, what it is, what it means to be homeless. Like not me telling you or what I've heard or nothing like that, but them personally telling you on their own what it's like on their day to day life. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be a tearjerker. <laughs> just forewarning. Yeah, I'm already like, yeah. But I, I want to take that to shed light on that and actually uh, taking in funds from that and try and partner with a, a, a few other places based on just that to actually uh, get them off the street at the end of the day. Uh, either we putting them up somewhere or just something to help them out even more than me just giving them food and clothing and food and clothing and you still out here on the street they're homeless you know, you know it's it's a limit to what i can really give to you because you don't have any way to keep it you know what i mean to keep it cool if i was to give you meat or anything like that so uh that's that's one thing uh, we've got a program now we're starting with we're going to try and continue our financial literacy now mm-hmm. and uh we want to do with a three-step process with that whereas there we educate you on your finances kind of get you caught up i guess on where you should be mindset wise or age wise getting you a bank account. If you haven't had, if you don't have access to one or don't have one, we find one that suits you or find a bank that, you know, that we can get you an actual an account, not a prepaid card, okay. uh, teaching you how to ch- uh, balance a checkbook, things like that and working on your credit. And then after that, actually getting you put into a home, not renting, not jacking up. If you own your own home. Oh, that's so, fire. It's it's again. So I say it's, it's a lot. It's a lot that we're <laughs> that we're doing, but it's it's necessary, and we have to do it at some point. We got to start somewhere. We can't wait mm-hmm. for a handout. You know what I mean? We have to actually go get it and 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 show that we want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because honestly, man, I'm an '80s baby. Did I've been living and making my whole life. The homeless scene in making it don't had its ups. It don't had its mm-hmm. downs. You know, had different, you know, organizations come in and offer help, mm-hmm. but it seems to not be moving forward in a, uh, in a way to have them in a house. Oh, yeah. Like you said, what you're trying to do is get it to where they can get home ownership. Mm-hmm. They can learn how to balance checkbooks, learn how to write a check. Cause a lot of people don't even know how to write checks. Yeah. Uh, debit card, credit cards, bank accounts. I didn't, I'll be honest. I, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I haven't. Uh, for a few years now, and, you know, I've just been educating myself. The stuff that I do learn or I grasp, like I said, each one teach one. So the few things that I've been privy to learn and stuff like that, I make sure to implement it into this to push on. You know what I mean? Right, right. So yeah. Um, four seven eight popping on. Yes. You and Princess, y'all do pretty good, correct? We do, we do. She's like, she's like the light, man. Because it's <laughs> at certain times that I'm just like. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, me personally, I, I I don't like being in front of the camera, so that's why I say I got tricked into doing it. But it's it's all good fun, though. I I enjoy it. I, and I asked you about her because mm-hmm. I'm still growing my clientele. Yeah, you're only like my sixth or seventh interview. Okay, and I would love to have her up here because I know she has her separate stuff going on. She's dope. Yeah, definitely. And my sister, I saw my sister tag her last night. <clears throat> I'm friends mm-hmm. with her on Facebook, but we don't interact. Okay. And, but just looking at her page, 
looking at the episodes that I have seen mm-hmm. or the little clips that I have seen, she seems like she's full of life. Very yeah, exciting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Very good person to work with. Um, if, if Princess, if you do watch this, I see someone just tagged you. Mm-hmm. If you do watch this, you hear this, man, inbox me, man. Mike Ryder, we all Facebook friends, and I would love to have you on here. Definitely, definitely. She's but, she's dope. She's good people. I mean, and she seems like it. Seems like she's a good spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, full of personality, easy to you know what I'm saying. Get along with someone you would love to be around. She's definitely. someone whose mind I would love to pick. Mm-hmm. As far as you though, back to you. Yes, sir. Outside of the four seven eight popping off in the MCS. What is your goal in life? Man, I, in a way, I guess I've been at a crossroads, but as always, my goal is just always to be, I guess, having my kids, that kind of took over or consumed, I guess, what my ambitions were. Okay. And for the most part, I I mean, just like everybody, I would love to be successful, but I want to leave, I want to leave behind something that my kids can be proud of and that they can call their own. And just just to be honest, so I would love for the MCSP to grow exponentially and then they'd be proud of something that their father really put his heart into to make happen and to help other people. You know what I mean? And then that like when we go out, I make it a point to bring them with me. Initially, it started off like dragging, but now it's like, can we can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do that? You know, my mm-hmm. daughter loses it, too. She gets two dollars. I'm gonna go buy the homeless person something. <laughs> or it's like, she wants to be a part of it. Yeah, you know? she's like, oh, can I give my can it, next time? Can I give my two dollars to this person? So I mean, they know the people by name. Is that that brings me joy in, in itself, you know? So I, that that is my end game. I, I know it's supposed to be aside from that, but for the end goal, that that is what I want to do. I want to leave behind the MCS project as something that they can be proud of and that they can carry on. Tell me and the people something that they may yes. not know about you. What is a hobby or something that you like to do that people don't know about that you're willing to share? Uh, Besides yeah. photography, because we already know you lied about that earlier. Ah, damn. But, yeah. That was Andreas, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, um, man, again, my life is just like been around just the kids and working and, and then MCSP, so... It's like consumed, bro. But uh, honestly, my family, that's sad to say, <laughs> but spending time, spending time with the family, spending time with family, just enjoying that and taking a break from life, especially again, that's why I said COVID is bittersweet because it sucks that we're not able to do whatever we want to do, but being forced to be around one another and actually you get over that irritation from when we first started to like just staring at each other like man i love you you know mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i enjoy it i enjoy it. and just spending time and getting to do other things that we if we were working full-time we wouldn't be able to do so i i enjoy it just having fun with my family is is is, is my hobby earlier you said that you were having a drink down at the rickery correct yes what you like to drink old-fashioned old-fashioned yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna leave that right now. I'll be that way. <laughs> um, 
four seven eight popping off is um sending around music. Yeah. What would be your go to genre of music? Mine, I'm fairly eclectic, but I like I like everything soul. And drive my wife crazy with it, but I'm like listening to everything from like the early two thousands <laughs> and not and, and the nineties. That's that's like to me, that was like like good music back then. Throw me some artists that you like. Who's in your playlist right now? Right now, I mean, she would be considered newer, but like uh, Kareem Bailey Ray, uh, Ari Lennox, crazy. She's like, fire. I'm obsessed with her voice, man. She's like a young Erica Badu. Okay. Um, hey, you put me on the spot. I, <laughs> I had everybody, you, this is what you this, did. Well, this is the same place, so I can't say up, I, that's cool. Yeah. I can't say I've gotten uh, my son, Caden, I've gotten him hooked on the uh, Barry White now. But I was listening to Barry Practice White? What You Preach. Man, he loves it. He loves Practice What You Preach. It's as awkward as that is. <laughs> How old is your son? He's uh, 10. Well, he'll be 10 in December. And hooked on Barry White. Yeah, man. They they love everything. Oh, they love that. Uh, Prince. Prince is my second youngest, older, uh, second youngest daughter's favorite artist. Prince is timeless. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, I've definitely instilled the uh <laughs> instilled the, the good foundation for them for music wise. Give me um your top five artists. Your top five artists. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh mm. top five would be pre pre crazy Kanye. Like the first Fire. three albums. <laughs> Fire. Graduation, yeah, definitely. Uh, early registration, ain't it? Uh, late yeah. registration, late registration, graduation, and college dropout. College dropout, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lupe, fire again. His his first two albums, the uh, what was it, the Cool and uh, Murals. No, um, no. I know it's the one with Kick Push on it. That was okay, like his first see. album. Uh, yeah, that was it. his first album. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lupe, Kanye, it would be Lupe, Kanye, um, Common for sure. Okay. And man, dude, I want to prepare for I'm this. I'm seeing a lot of <laughs> like, I got everything similarities, in my head, man. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it would be you Andre. A, baby. You ain't got nobody from no, the A? I was, about, I was about to say Andre 3000. And, uh, okay. Okay. And T.I. Just like Ti would whoop Jeezy in that competition, but uh, we won't go there. Bro, you ready for? No, no, no. We gonna go there. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Ti Jeezy got the verses coming up. Yeah. You got tip. Definitely. What you got him by a large margin? I think it's it's close, and uh, I see Andrea saying uh, first and fifteenth. First and fifteenth. That's that Lupe. <laughs> yeah. That was Lupe. That was Lupe. That's it. That's it. Um. But no, I I think I don't want to say it's gonna be like a blowout, but it, I I don't think Jesus can keep up with uh, Ti's repertoire as as he would say. Man, <laughs> Ti throwing that swagger like us, what he gonna do? Man, what I mean, uh, what he gonna do? He's got like a handful, man. As far as like like straight bangers from Jeezy. yes, I, I don't yes. think it's any competition there. Uh, Jeezy, you like him? Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. I don't nothing against him, but it's just like, yeah, going against going against, <laughs> going against Ti. I don't, I don't, you know, maybe like Jody Breeze or something like that. If he was going against him. 
He would yeah. hurt Jody. Come on. That's, that's what I'm saying. Even... That's what I'm saying. He got a better <laughs> chance there, but uh, nah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. We're going to make this a little bit more personal. Okay. What fuels your fire? What drives you? Uh, I would say uh, denial. Okay. Uh, the possibility of regret, rejection, and just overall just being told I can't do something, challenging myself and success, all that that drives me. The possibility of regret. Yeah. Me, me, my, I like to look at things for the most part as like uh, not being afraid to do something or ask somebody something because the worst that can happen is no. Okay. But if I don't ask, it's already guaranteed that it won't happen. Yeah, you know what I mean? With regret. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd be left with the regret. At least I know that it couldn't happen because I asked or I tried. But if I don't even attempt it, you have nobody to blame but yourself. Right on. You preaching. <laughs> um, you said something about people turning you down. Yes. Telling you no. Mm-hmm. Have you had a lot of that along the way with your journey? I have. And that's what that's why I was saying. That's what I faced here. Uh, not a photography deal, because that that's that comes with it regardless of where you are. But as far mm-hmm. as just me starting MCSP and trying to do things and trying to get in these circles and trying to get funding and trying to get grants and trying to do this and do this and do that. Uh, again, I say I've been doing this for four years and I've been doing this out of my pocket. I have, you know, we get donations every now and again, and that's, you know, I put them up on Facebook and stuff like that. So we have, especially this year, been getting a lot of people to help. But for four years, that line you see right there, that came out of my pocket. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I, I definitely, it, it sucks, but I'm not going to, cool. You said, no, I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to see what I can put up. I can do this. I can do that. I do that. I'll sell something I have to make sure that I can help somebody else that just didn't have it in the first place. It's not, it's, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to help somebody regardless. You're a blessing. Yes, sir. You are a blessing. Anybody watching this, you hear what this man saying? He don't did this stuff out of his pocket. This line, let me make that bigger. Matter of fact, let me make that a little bit more bigger. <laughs> this line comes from him. This is his blood, sweat, and tears. This is out of his pocket. But if you look on the bottom of the screen, if you look in the comments, you can see Andreas don't left the link. You can mm-hmm. see the link on the bottom of the screen. You see the cash out, man, donate. How much money do we waste every day when we go out to eat? Mm-hmm. How much money do we waste on Jordans? How much money do we just throw away doing nonsense? Even during the pandemic, we still waste money. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt you to donate $5. It ain't going to hurt you to donate $10, mm-hmm. $20, $30. Come on, man. It's for a good cause. Let's get back to it, though. I'm going to yes, throw sir. some stuff on the screen. When you see it, I want you to tell me about it, all right? Okay. What's that? What you got? That's actually our uh, trunk or treat that we have going on. We partner up with uh, Making Bib Parks and Recs this year. So okay. we're doing a trunk or treat down at Central City Park this Friday, actually. Um, oh, that's fire. Yeah, we had a lot planned, but again, since COVID is unpredictable, we had to change a lot. So the trunk or treat will for the, primarily be like a drive a drive through. 
And but nevertheless, we'll still have food down there. Um, and then we'll have uh, at eight o'clock. We actually be showing a movie also. So we'll be down there at Luther Williams, uh, the baseball field down there, and showing a movie out there. So if y'all want to, if if you had nothing to do Friday, even if you have something to do Friday, y'all come on out, come on out, have fun. Uh, we've got about, I think, between my organization and the city and Peach State Health Plan. Thank, shout out to Ms. Nikki. Um, we've got about 30 cars out there that will be decorated, everybody in costume, scary cars, fun cars, all that good stuff. So there's plenty of food. Each car has about enough candy for 250 kids. So you've got plenty out there to come get swag bags, uh, giveaways from the businesses that are out there passing out food. I mean, candy. So just come out and have a great time. It starts at six. The movie yes. starts at eight thirty. Yes, sir. Come through, y'all. Please come through. Show some love, man. <laughs> Show some support. Definitely. Take your kids to have a good time. I know that we're in some scary times right now, but we can still have fun. Mm-hmm. We can still have a good time. What you got going on right here? Right here, I'm actually, again, partnering with a Peach State Health Plan, and we'll be at our office uh, starting November 4th, and then the 11th and the 18th, where we will give out um, food. We have a food pantry as well at our office. Okay. So uh, just to kind of help out more families that may not know about it, we're inviting them out to come out, grab some food while they're there, as well as uh, speak with Ms. Nikki about Peach State Health Plan. So she'll be handing out uh, you know, information, educating people on, on staying healthy, and as well as all the people that already do have Peach State that, uh, that do arrive, they get a free swag bag. And we got some mm-hmm. giveaways for people that don't have it as well. But you know, try to get them, whoever doesn't have insurance or thinking stuff is hard, or well, I might as well not go to the doctor because I don't have this and I don't have that. We're making it easier. You can get on Peach State if you didn't already know about it. And you know, stay healthy. That's the ultimate goal. You heard them. You ain't got insurance. You worried about not being able to afford it. <laughs> you're trying to, you know, you want to get to the doctor, but you are afraid to go to it because you might mm-hmm. not be able to afford that doctor visit. Come through, man. He got everything you need, baby. We got what you need. I'm going <laughs> to throw one more up there. Yes, sir. What you got here? This is our, you know, again, our Thanksgiving sponsorship that we have. Um, we've Close the application process right now, but we definitely are still taking uh, donations. It doesn't have to be money. Uh, our office is right downtown, 152 New Street, Suite 112. And we're taking any type of uh, non-perishable foods, uh, canned goods, uh, macaroni, rice. I mean, every, anything that you could think of for Thanksgiving, we're taking it. And we've actually signed up 50 families this year that we'll be taking care of. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a big jump. I think we did maybe 17 or something like that last year. 17, maybe. 17 to 50? Yeah, it's a big jump. And I, I think it's primarily because of COVID. But it jumped up uh, to 50 families this year. We've got some people that this will be their third year uh, actually being sponsored by us, which is which is cool and sad, you know, at the same time. At the same so, time, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, we, we definitely uh, trying to take care of as many people as possible. And again, this is where we don't cook your food. You don't come get a plate or a meal and, and feel awkward or ashamed. You come in, you grab a basket and you come, you got your basket and uh, you get whatever you, whatever you need it. 
you take home you all go home as a family you cook that meal together like you said 152 new street mm -hmm. suite 112. yes sir if you need to donate anything canned goods you're going to kroger you're going to Publix, walmart please man you're please. picking up something extra man them canned goods ain't number 40 cent 50 cent 60 cent mm -hmm. 80 cent bag that's of rice it. ain't number 99. that's it that's it 69 come on baby it's easy to donate mm -hmm. address one more time it's uh 152 new street suite 112 downtown and if you're not Macon. gonna downtown making if you're not gonna donate any food you see it on the bottom of the screen please you see the please website see. you see the cash out this is for a great cause this could be you needing a donation this could mm. be your loved ones needing a donation this could be your family your friends strangers man if you want to help them out mm -hmm. do the right thing definitely definitely my man yes sir how can people follow you what can they reach you at uh always on facebook uh gerard echoes on facebook and uh i was just about to say be sure to follow our page as well uh the mcs project inc on facebook 478 popping off got the facebook yes. as well oh, right definitely 478 popping off as well you can see uh catch princess and myself on there uh every tuesday night 6 p.m i'm gonna say this has been a great interview yes sir definitely definitely the same way yes sir i definitely i enjoyed take this sure. thing out of here i'm about to get ready to go eat i appreciate you for coming <laughs> on here and having a great conversation with me yes sir it done been a roller coaster ride it done been a good for one sure. yeah matter of fact let me do my thing anybody tuning into this or who have tuned into this this has been another episode of mike rider talks i'd had a special guest on here gerard echoes he's with 478 popping off he's with the melanated community stimulation project i got that right right yes sir okay <laughs> <laughs> um my man is a blessing here in the community, man. Please, like I said, I'm going to run it one more time. You see the link on the screen. You see the cash app. If you need to screenshot it. If you're looking at this from the original post on my page, if you go up in the comments, you can see Andreas Cook. He put the link in there as well for you to go donate. If you don't want to donate any money, my man also has where you can go donate, you know, food, the turkeys, the rice, the canned goods. 152 New Street, Sweet 112, baby. They're not taking applications anymore. If you need help, they're not taking applications anymore. But what they are doing, they are taking food. They are taking donations. Yes. Definitely. 152 New Street, Suite 112, downtown Macon. Donation it ain't hard also. to find. Your, mm -hmm. your GPS will take you right to it. Look, without further ado, it's your boy Mike Ryder, the man behind the microphone, Mr. Accountability. It don't been a fire show. Shout out to all the previous guests on my show. We're building. We're working. Shout out to Andreas, because without you, a few of these interviews would have not happened. Thank you for what you do. 
What you? Why you do that? Hold on. Why you do that, my man? <laughs> Andreas sucks, but that's it. That's all. <laughs> hey, I know he's listening. I know he heard you. He just inboxed me something. My oh, phone man. just went off, but I think he just sent me. He sent me some kind of screenshot just then. We're going to get okay. into that later. No, oh, man. But anyway, <laughs> this has been Mike Ryder. This has been Mike Ryder Talks. Billy Sloan, take us out of here. Yeah. Life is crazy. Sometimes we up, sometimes we down. Gotta roll the punches you did. So this is my story. I was 17, heavy on the scene. Blowing sticky green down to die for my team. God gave a nigga signs for a long time. Blinded by my own mind, cause it was going down. In my surroundings, streets wild in Bill County. 